Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back, and that starts with changing the way that we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we've had to take it because another option didn't exist. Well, it does now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all the major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda pushed by leftists working hard to destroy this country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com America right now. Get free activation today with offer code AMERICA. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. PatriotMobile.com America. Again, that's PatriotMobile.com America. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Shout out to the who that nation, man. We up in sports coma, a late edition. Rocking it. Shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being in the stream, man. Shout out to you. Appreciate you. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. By all means, feel free to share. You know, sharing is caring. As my dog DC says, shout out to the fam. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Much love, brother Brian. Pam and Whammy with shout out to the queen. I see you got your notification. Shout out to you, Shati. Big ups to the fam. Quick announcement. Before we get into the stream, I just want to let the family members know that the TSC Fantasy League will be going on this year, and the winner of the Fantasy League will win $100. 
So if you got fantasy league skills, feel free to sign up. Now we, I'll be dropping a link uh, in a moment for some of our email for our email listers to sign up for the email list. Uh, so you can get the link. We shout out maybe not too long ago, uh, a couple of days ago, we sent out an email. I'm sending out another blast to our email listers uh, so that they can uh, get the email so they can sign up for the fantasy league for the fantasy league people. And there'll be another, I guess, uh, for our Patreon family members, there'll be a post there. It'll be a post in the community section for our YouTube membership family for the Sports Coma Fantasy League. I think it's about 15 slots uh, and you can win $100. So if you want to get down and you guys play Fantasy League and you want to rock with the with the Comas Fantasy League, you'll have an opportunity. Remember, we got to get it going. I'm a little late with this. Last year, I didn't do it because I was so busy. My schedule was all messed up that I didn't get it to set up. I forgot to tell the family members to set it up. And it just, I got late. This time around, I'm, I remember to do it previously, like several years prior to last year, we were doing the Sports Coma Fantasy League. This year, it don't cost you anything to get in. Uh, it'll be, it's totally free to enter. And it's a $100 prize. No prize for the runner-up, but the winner of the Fantasy League gets $100. So you can't beat that. If you play fantasy league, get a cool hundred. Anyway, like I said, I'll be shooting a link uh, for you. If you join the email list, you'll get the link. I'll blast it out again uh, later on tonight and then or early in the morning, whenever. And then also for our YouTube membership family, I'll send it to you in the community section and our Patreon family. You'll have it there. 15 slots. First come first serve a hundred dollars at the winner of this fantasy league, just to let you know. And the fantasy draft will be, uh, the, I know the first game will be Thursday. The NFL matchup is Thursday. I think Detroit's playing. Uh, so the fantasy league is a weird time. I think it'll be about one o'clock in the morning. Uh, I mean, in the afternoon. Sorry, not in the morning, but one o'clock in the afternoon uh, for you to do it. And you just, you know, pop in there and do your thing. I know it's kind of weird, but, you know, I, you know, I kind of got caught up with my, my schedule. So shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. Big ups to everybody. Shati, L-Dub, Quavadius, God's Appointed One, J-Live. What's poppin', fam? Kelvin Washington from Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out to my dog, Kelvin. All right. OG Jerry. K, much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all and everybody, man, for being here. What's up, Stacy? Shout out to your queen. Appreciate you. All right. And the rest of the fam, appreciate everybody being up in this thing as well. All right. So much love to the fam as we get popping up in this thing. So we'll start off with the Saints injury list, man, and a lot of stuff been going on, man. We always seem to get some surprises, uh, not so much on the injury list, but we'll cover the Jake Hayner thing momentarily. We'll get in there. We'll play a couple of interviews from Dennis Allen, what he talked about today. We'll react to Derek Carr, uh, Jamal Williams, and then we'll get Peyton Turner's commentary as well and see what they think about uh, as they get closer and closer for the first week, the game one uh, week, one game against the Tennessee Titans. We'll have a Tennessee Titan podcast coming in here uh, pretty soon. So they can split spit game about their squad as well. So just letting y'all family members know what time it is. All right, so let's get into it. Injury report for Wednesday. Of course, we'll roll a list. You see six players from the Saints listed on the Wednesday injury report. The first one of the season. How about that? Our first injury list of the season goes as Thusson. Wide receiver Trey Quan Smith. How about that? Groin. He had the groin surgery. He's DMP'd. Uh, safety JT Gray with the shoulders DMP'd. Running back Kendra Miller with the knee is DMP'd as well. 
And good news is Lamar Sean Lattimore with the knee was limited. Ryan Ramchek is has a rest day. He was listed in. I'm have to look at that, man, because. You know, it's an injury list, but you got Ram and I do. They do that from time to time, throw people on that, but they got rest listed for Ramchek and Jimmy Graham. We know Ryan Ramchek has been dealing with injury over the last couple of years that has really kind of hurt the hell out of his production as the offensive. I mean, he was one of the more, I mean, that guy was one of the more fierce offensive linemen in the league. And whatever's going on, Ramchek, these injury situation, man, I just wish this man becomes 100% because we need the old Ram, the one before the Saints gave him the paper. That's the guy that we want. <laughs> to be here to play, man. Really, really need Ram check this year to just get right, man. Get right. Like we can, I know a lot of family members, it's fun to take pop shots at Traquan Smith or Zach Bowen, some of these other guys. But let me tell you something. They're not shooting at uh, Ryan Ram check. You know, we can pop shot at Andrews Pete. You know, we can kind of, you know, take little funny, fun jabs at other players, but nobody taking shots at Ram check. You know, he's kind of immune to a lot of the pop shotting that's going on. But not for me. I see Ram, man, is totally different play style. It's like he's been dealing with these injuries ever since he got that bread, man. Ever since the Saints paid Ram check, man, he has not he been he has not been close to what he was before we broke him off, man. So hopefully he gets back to that on the Tennessee Titans side of things. Cornerback Trey Avery. Is a hamstring issue. He was limited. Linebacker Harold Landry is pretty good. Was limited with the abdomen problem. Offensive lineman Dylan Radness. Knee, he was limited. And, of course, three fully practiced players. Treyline Burks, who's a young, interesting wide receiver, has knee issues. He fully practiced. Linebacker Arden Key. Calf issue. He fully practiced. This LSU guy. Cornerback, quarterback Will Levis. We got a quadricep fully practiced as well. We know eventually Will Levis will be the guy that will take uh, the quarterback Tannehill's job eventually for the Tennessee Titans. A lot of people looking at that to see how that's going to fold going forward. Very interesting move the Tennessee Titans made during the draft. So anyway, that is our injury report as we see for those players in week number one, first of the season. Not too bad. Not too bad. Pretty much what we expected. We see Jameis is not on there, so that's good news as well. I said, let's move into a real big story right here that happened with the black and gold, man. And that's with Jake Hayner, man. What happened with Jake Hayner? That was a surprise out of left field like a son of a gun. I'm not going to tell you no different. That was a really shocker right there that uh, Saints QB Jake Hayner addresses his six-game PED suspension. He had released a statement. So we'll cover some of the news for those who might not have heard. A shout out to Niles Carpenter. In an unexpected turn of events, the Saints will be navigating the early part of the 2023 NFL season without the services. Their promising rookie quarterback, Jake Hayner, former Fresno State standout, has been slapped with a six-week suspension for violating the league's strict policy on performance-enhancing drugs. As reported by the NFL's official transaction wire, Hayner, who had more who had a quite an impression during his collegiate career, managed to secure a spot on the Saints 53-man roster despite stiff competition, expressed his disappointment, and issued a statement via social media following the suspension. And this is the, uh, the tweet that he placed out there. 
that he said, I recently learned that I tested positive for a substance banned by the NFL earlier this summer. I still do not know how the substance got into my body as none of my supplements or prescribed medications contain the banned ingredient. I will love, he says, I, excuse me, I would never knowingly cheat the game that I love. However, I must take full responsibility for the failed test. I apologize to the Saints organization, my friends, and my family for any distraction this suspension may cause. I am disappointed to be away from the team for the coming weeks, but I will learn and grow from this experience. I look forward to returning to the team as soon as possible. Jake. So shout out to Jake on that for keeping it a buck 15 stuff happens. We got to keep it moving. So he took responsibility for his actions, man. And this just is what it is. Now his suspension comes at a critical juncture for the saints. Now remember Jake Hayner for the most part uh, is, was just going to be holding the clipboard, right? You know, we see Jameis Winston's not on the injury list. He had the wrist issue. He's fine. Good news. Derek Carr's ready. Jameis is the primary backup. Well, you see, well, the switcheroo is with the Taysom Hill is there. And then, of course, Jameis is there. So we got three capable guys that can hold the position down. We know that Derek Carr is the main guy. We know that Taysom is going to be in the game more than Jameis, to be honest with you, because simply put, that Taysom runs the Taysom Hill play packages. He comes in there and he pretends to be a quarterback and then he turns into a running back and runs over several guys along the line of scrimmage. He gets his yardage the hard way at times, but it works for Taysom. So hopefully he learns to throw that thing a little bit more than what he did in the past. So we'll see a lot of Derek Carr first. And then of course, Taysom Hill comes out there. So I think the Saints will be all right. And Jake Hayner, pretty much this would have been a year where Jake Hayner just hand, he just stands there with the clipboard. He'll be out for six games and, uh, he'll be back. So um, very interesting there. He did a pretty decent job in preseason to kind of help his toll out there, but we'll just have to wait till that happens. And the Saints are in there. They'll be okay without Jake Hayner, let me tell you. All right, so anyway, let's keep it bucking and moving, man. Let's start off with Dennis Allen. He had something to say today about the practice and everything going on. Let's hear from ODA on the latest. Here we go. Um, we got a huge challenge uh this week against a really good football team. I mean, it's a team that uh, started off the season last year seven and three, and and uh, uh, then their quarterback went out and and uh, you know lost the last seven games. But this is a, this is a really good football team that we're playing and on, on both sides of the ball and in the kicking game. So it'll be a huge test for us opening up the season in the dome. Yeah. Um. Probably more of a clerical thing than anything else, but you know, I mean, Taysom took I think about fifty, almost fifty percent of his snaps last year at the quarterback position. So, um, I don't know that there's anything really to that other than um, kind of plays a lot of different positions. Did he take that many snaps? Fifty something percent of the quarterback snaps were taken by Taysom. Was it really that much? I I. I I don't remember it being that much, but Dennis Allen says 50% of the QB snaps it was. So, I mean, I, for whatever reason, I, I I don't recollect that. You know, I didn't realize it was that much. Perhaps it was. I don't know. Y'all let me know in the chat. Here we go. Is that anything to do with, like, the emergency QB roles? Like, just, I guess, might configure 
Well, I, I think, you know, I think when you look at it and you say he plays almost 50% of his snaps at the quarterback position, we just listed him there. Um, he was limited today, um, so we'll see where he's at on Wednesday. Guys, from a defensive standpoint, what's the first thing for Tennessee that you got to stop? Well, I mean, I don't think there's any uh, question that, you know. Y'all yeah, wrong, Jake the Junkie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all are wrong, man. Jake the Junkie, cut it out, man. <laughs> this this team uh, runs a lot of their offense through the running game, particularly Derrick Henry. Um, obviously, with Tajay Spears being there now, they've got a couple of different runners that they can utilize. Um, but you, you have to be able to stop, you know, the run play action game, and you know, hopefully get them into some. Uh, longer yardage situation. So <clears throat> that'll be a big part of what we do. Is his size, does that make how you play, where you might play a different running back a different way? Do you have to play him differently? Well, I would say you got to get 11 guys around the ball, um, you know, because I think they led the league in terms of, you know, yards after contact in the in the running game. And so um, he, he's, a, he's a, a really good back. Um, strong, physical, um, has great speed. He's able to break the long ones. Um, and then they utilize him in the screen game, too. I think that's important. Um, you know, they do a really good job on a lot of their play action screen game. Does that make you all basically redesign? Well, I don't know that. I mean, it would be our first experience. Um, seeing him up live and and, and in person, um, you know, so it's probably easier to defend him when he wasn't on the field. Um, but uh, but yeah, look, I mean, they, they, he's he's a he's a dynamic back. I mean, he's he's uh, one of, one of the better backs in our league. So it'll be a challenge for us. Yeah, tough, smart, discipline. You know. Um, they they uh, they play a lot of close games. Uh, they don't beat themselves. Um, you know they 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 uh, they take advantage of you know when when their opponents make mistakes. Um, so I think I think you know they're 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 generally one of the more physical teams that that uh, plays in our league. Yeah, I, yeah. I think all those things play into account. Um, you know, we'll we'll have a game plan to utilize uh, all of our, you know, uh, skill players. Try to put our guys all always in the best position to have success. Um, and so, you know, we'll have a plan to be able to utilize him. How we utilize him may change from week to week, but certainly he'll be a big part of what we're trying to do. Um, no. There'll be an injury report come out on Wednesday, so. <laughs> I wouldn't make any assumptions. Do you feel like y'all have more varied weapons on offense than you can draw on this season compared to last season? Um, yeah, look, I mean, you know, um, 
know, we got Mike Thomas back. Obviously, he, he adds an element to our offense. I think we got a couple of young receivers that, uh, you know, are going into their second year that have a chance to take a step forward. Um, you know, we've got varied weapons at the tight end position, some different things that we can utilize at the running back position. So, um, so yeah, I think we have I think we have more weapons offensively, and and uh, we'll try to put them in the best position to utilize them, and hopefully have some success with that. Yeah, look, I mean, um, you know, I think anytime you go into the first game of the year, you know, teams don't usually show a lot in the preseason. So it's hard to really get an evaluation of exactly what they want to do. Um, I think there's probably some core principles that uh, will remain the same. Um, I, I, I don't expect to see, you know, a totally different offense. But yeah, we'll have to be able to adjust to whatever they're doing. and. Um, Kind of get a feel for how he's going to call the game. How much better do you think you are? Well, I think we'll find out. You know, um, I feel confident in where we're at offensively. I like what I've seen all throughout training camp and in the preseason. So, um, I think we're in a good spot. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, I get asked that question a lot. I, w- I would just say I'm confident in our football team. Um, I think we've had a really good camp. Um, I think we've executed at a high level, really, in all three phases throughout training camp. And so I feel confident in what this team's able to do. Is getting lost to like, you described this as a team that got through a good start and dealt with some issues last year? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I, look, um, you know, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of times people talk about must-win games and things of that nature, and, and so I, I would never say that this is a must-win game. Um, you know, I think getting off to a good start is, is important, um, but yet it's not the end-all, be-all in terms of where you finish the season. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I think any time you, you get a chance to start off fast and, um, you know, hopefully – stack some wins together early on in the season. Uh, when you know you're going to face some adversity, you know you're going to face some injury issues as the season wears on, um, banking a few wins is always good.
Dennis Allen, fam. Shout out to Dennis Allen, man. Giving some knowledge and on the game, man. We're going to keep it moving. Uh, let's hear from uh, Derek Carr on the next one, man. And uh, he talks about some of the stuff that he got to do coming up in the Tennessee Titans game. This is going to be very interesting, man, to be honest with you, because it's pretty cool, man, uh, because the guys, you know, I, yesterday, man, we had a really great show on TSC Patreon Live for the family members who want to check it out, become a, mem- a member of the YouTube channel or simply go to patreon.com forward slash the pro media network. Enjoyed it there. And we like it's tons of lot content there on Patreon, the on cue with Big Q show, uh, the TSC live Patreon film work, all that kind of stuff. And during the season, we'll be doing some film work there. I'll bring some guest hosts in there and we'll talk about some of the schematics and plays and things like that, breaking some of the stuff. So it's pretty cool. But listening to what Dennis Allen was saying and then bringing in Derek Carr, chip on the shoulder, hears all of the stuff, not running away from it, understands and knows that he's been in the league for 10 years. And we played this clip uh, from the Shine show. Uh, Adam Shine, I think the man in is one of the reporters from Sirius Radio. Derek Carr was on the show the other day. Played the entire interview. It was pretty cool listening to how he thought about some of his teammates. And he talked about Elvin Kamara being the best athlete. I think he ever said he said that he ever played with during his career. So the guy has some really good tools. And I only thing, and I and I just keep saying this because this is what hit my spirit about him, his, his, uh, I, what I interpret as him making a jump from, uh, from, from being a Raider to being a saint. And what that could mean could be similar to what you've seen with Stafford, with the lions to the Rams. I think that's a fair assessment. And to be honest with you, not from, not just statistically speaking, I'm ter- I'm talking about him with everything that he has taken his team, uh, to deeper, to a, deep playoff run into having success that he never experienced with the Raiders. So it's going to be fun watching him. Let's listen to Derek Carr, man, as we keep it going. Shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being here. Hit the like button for me. Kind of get the second part of your career with DA. What's the difference between that Derek Carr and this Derek Carr? I'm not a rookie. (laughs) You know, um, you know, I was, we're always learning, but I was learning a, a whole lot then, you know, and, had no idea what I was getting myself into, you know, all those kind of things that all rookies deal with. But I just feel like I'm, I'm, you know, more now the quarterback I wanted to be for him then, you know, and uh, hopefully you know, I could be, you know, successful and help him have more success. Uh, you know, that's ultimately what I want to do is just see him succeed. And I believe in him so much, and it's a big reason why I came. Along those lines, just how do you feel like you've evolved from obviously we know the situation with the Raiders and leaving there, and now you've had a full training camp just. How are you feeling heading into the season with the Saints and maybe your confidence level in yourself? Yeah, I feel very confident. Um, that is one thing about me. Uh, I will never lose confidence whether it goes really great or doesn't go so great. You know, I you know, always believe in myself and believe what I can do. But we've put a lot of work in since, you know, phase one in April and all the way through until now. And uh, I'm, you know, very confident. But you know, that only doesn't, that doesn't always equal wins. You know, I just want to go out there, compete, play good football play the type of football I know that I'm capable of, the type of football I've been playing all offseason, um, you know, through training camp and the preseason, and hopefully be able to continue that in the regular season. But it's going to be tough because we got a good matchup this week. Derek, isn't, uh, you, 
you had one series in the preseason, one successful series in the preseason. Is that enough to, you know, have that confidence to, to go into a, you know, a season opener with the live bullets, even though you haven't had as much work in the preseason with this offense? Um, if that was the only work that I had, I would say no, it's not enough, you know. But with the joint practices um, going against our defense and the way that we practice, you know, in a normal scenario, you know, the, the, the intensity in which we practice and compete against each other, I mean, you guys see it sometimes. Um, it, it's it's different, you know, um, you know than what I what I'm what I've been used to. So uh, it felt like live bullets every day, you know, uh, guys getting close and you know bumping into you while you're making throws and all that kind of stuff. And it, will there be bumps? Maybe, you know. There's always week one. You, you'll go to week two and be like, oh, I can't believe I what am I doing? You know. There's always those kind of things. Um, but hopefully not that much, you know. That, I mean, playing in the preseason was a, you know, first for me for a while, you know. So just being able to get to do that um, was it was really exciting for me. One and two, just kind of get that first wave of you know playing live football out of the way, and then now hitting the real thing this week. I think this is what the third year they've had a 17 regular season schedule. So how much more impactful has that short preseason with the, the uh, training with other teams, the, the crossing practices, and how much more impactful has that been? Practices. I love joint practices because you get um, game-like looks. You know, uh, teams are more willing to show certain things. Uh, you know, different blitzes, all that kind of stuff. You get multiple coverages. They kind of scheme you up a little bit. Whereas in the preseason, you're just running your basic stuff. You know, you're not showing anything. You know, you're just really seeing who can rush, who can cover, who can block, who can catch. You know, who can throw. Uh, you know, it's very, very, pretty simple. And uh, you know, the game isn't easy, but. Um, I would say that preseason, they just don't want to show as much, right? Um, whereas uh, for, for me as a veteran, I like it. Now, if I'm a young player trying to make a team, you know, you don't get as many reps in those you know, practices. You would, you would want seven preseason games you know, to show what you can do and you know, get better. So you know, there's always you know, wh what's better, you know, and uh, I leave that up to people smarter than me to figure out. Uh, and I'll just show up and just keep doing my job. There are a lot of veterans on this team, but yeah. you're part of a new group of it. You're all trying to mesh together. To what degree do you think this team is, or the offense rather, is where you'd like it to be at heading into week one? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, you, we have to go do it in the games. I like how we practice. I like uh, the level of execution, uh, the demand from everybody, uh, the sense of urgency that everybody has. Uh, you know, there's no pulling teeth here. Everybody's on it. You know, Mickey and DA wouldn't allow it. You know, and uh, so they bring guys in here that love to work. They're here early. You know, when I get here early, you know, I'm I'm pulling up at the same time, and there's a wave of us pulling up. And I was like, this is what it should be. You know, and uh, you know, there's a lot of work and studying that needs to be done. You know, when I go home here in a little bit, it's, the work doesn't stop, and the same thing for our guys. So I like where we're at in that aspect. Um, you know, now we got to go play the football games when it really matters, you know. And so, uh, but as a team, I feel like we're close, real united, uh, same purpose, same mindset, uh, everybody on the same page, got each other's back, all those good things that you want to see going into a football season. Foster told us a story just now that it helped him, I guess, when he was a rookie, that you told him, like, they don't put, like, three viewers on spaceships, like, I guess, you know, going into <laughs> orbit and we're not looking back. Is, is that still kind of your mindset, kind of maybe the genesis of that, like how you gave it to him uh, and why you think that way? I would take everything Foster says with a grain of salt. <laughs> and uh, But he, he never lies. Uh, the imagery just may be a little different. Uh, he's a better storyteller than I am. But, uh, you know, I, I try my best with the young guys. You know, I, I say I'm 32, I'm the old guy, right? You know, uh, in a locker room full of young guys, I, I've always tried my best to tell them we never look back. 
you know, whatever happened, we move on, we keep playing. Whether it was good, whether it was bad, you, you correct it, you, you, you work hard, you do all the things right that they're asking you to do and then some, and you just keep going. And Foster's one of those guys that I love from the beginning. He didn't say much his rookie year. Uh, he came in and just worked his butt off, and he's a guy now that rookies could learn a lot from. You know, that he, he can be like, look, this is how I did it, this is how I've made a career for myself. And he's one heck of a player, and I can't wait to watch him play this year here. September is always NFL's cruel to teams that don't start well in September. I know you're aware of that. Is, is that, you think this month is, is critical as far as what you guys are trying to get established? Everyone wants to start fast, you know. Um, there's no doubt about that, you know. For me, myself included, I want to start fast. Um, you know, come out the gates hot. Everybody's preaching that. Everybody wants to do that. Uh, the fact is that this week, half the teams are going to win, half the teams are going to lose. You know, and does that mean the season's over? Absolutely not. We had a coach. I've had a coach fired. Uh, you know, mid-season, and we still made the playoffs. You know, that was right after September. You know, and they told us that it had never been done before. Well, we were that team that went and made the playoffs. We're the only ones to do it. And so I think I've been through too much to say that if this happens or that happens, it's over. Or it's great. Like. I'm going to show up and give my best every day, uh, and I know this team will too. And hopefully, hopefully we start fast. But you want to finish even better. Yeah, how eager are you to just get this thing going? Yeah, I'm just ready to play. Uh, you know, I, you know, was talking to the guys today. You know, I, you know, we had a bonus Monday. Here's another Wednesday practice. All these things, and it's week one, and and it, it finally feels like this is what all the work was for. You know, I, you can feel like a. Uh, a sense of urgency, but you can feel a sense of peace too. That you know, it's that calmness before it really gets going. That you know, we know the level of expectation we have for each other. We know the level of expectation we have personally, um, and you can feel that in every guy when you walk through. Everyone's confident, uh, but there is that urgency that everyone's coming to work with, and uh, it's exciting because you can feel like everyone's ready to just cut it loose and let it go. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceAndLights.com. That's CameronIceAndLights.com. Hey, yes, yes. That reminds me of this, fam. Y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hit it. Spaceships don't come with rear view mirrors. <laughs> Always love that lyric. Spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip. You know, and, and I love that. Andre, shout out to Andre 3000, man, on that one, man. Love that. Love that. You know, if you have a, a an experience, a negative experience, uh, as a team, you learn the lesson and you keep it going, you know. Uh, I love that. I always thought that was pretty good. All right, so let's finish up a few with Derek Carr. We'll move on to Jamal Williams momentarily. Here we go. Not having Alvin well, you can never just replace Alvin, you know. Uh, you know, AK is he's become one of my favorite football players, become one of my favorite teammates. He's uh, uh, unbelievably brilliant um, football mind. 
Um, he sees the game so well. Um, and I, again, you guys see the physical attributes, but just the character and the teammate, just love him, right? And it sucks that we can't be around and talk with him right now and all those kind of things. But, you know, football is the ultimate next man up. You know, it's a team game. Alvin be the first one to tell you it's a team game. So, you know, if I wasn't here, if he's not here, Demario, anybody, you know, the, the Saints are still going to continue to go on, you know. Uh, Charles Woodson always told me, you know, when he left the Raiders, the Raiders are still going to continue to play football, you know. And that's the same mindset that I've always had, that no matter what, and the message was, no matter what, you just got to keep going and go try and win no matter the situation, because at the end of the day, nobody cares. And so, uh, you know, we love Alvin. We, we care about him as a brother. He's our teammate. He's our friend. He's our family. Um, but right now, uh, he won't be there, so we got to go play football and look forward to winning. Uh, hopefully get a couple wins and then he can come back. What's your impression of Jamal? Love Jamal. Again, great teammate. I'm sure you guys enjoy him. <laughs> you know, he's a very entertaining guy, but when, when he puts the helmet on and walks between those lines, you you tell he's all business. And uh, you know, you, you appreciate that as a teammate for sure. Let me tell you something. Carl's absolutely right, man. Cause you listen to you listen to Jamal Williams during those press conferences. And he's and we're gonna play him momentarily. Love that guy. I love his mentality, but that's a different dude when he put that helmet on. <laughs> he just, I mean, that careful, free, loving spirit, that all goes out the window. And then this barbarian, uh, focused warrior appears and just tears everything up. 17 rushing touchdowns for the Detroit Lions last year. Huge. So I, I concur on that. That's definitely a bit of duality going on there mentally <laughs> with Jamal, the fun loving guy versus Jamal, the hammer, you know, so that that's true. We'll play him in a minute. Hold on. Sure. So you're um, opposite number in this game. Tannehill had to change teams. Mm -hmm. It seems to have been very beneficial. Yeah. Um, and then that being, did you get a chance to uh, talk to anybody like him about what you expect yeah, I, I've talked to a few guys, and just personally, and just to keep their personal stories, I won't say their names, but yeah, I mean, I talked to some guys about, you know, you, you fall in love with one place, you give them all that you have for almost a decade, you know, and now all of a sudden it's it's gone, and you got to go, you know, do you, do you want to go do it somewhere else? You know, your heart is so much there, you know, and you're torn, and those emotions, so yeah, I, I had people I talked to about that for sure, and uh, how they dealt with it, how they, you know, did certain things. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm here. And so you could tell what those people talked about and, you know, the advice that was given. And, uh, you know, I thought it was wise counsel. You know, I, I wasn't trying to make a decision all by myself. I sought out people I know had been through that situation. It was the first time for me. And so uh, I'm just excited, man, you know, to, to start over. Uh, you know, I get to, everything I do is the first time here. So I'm just trying to, you know, you know, not trying to prove anybody any wrong. Uh, I'm just trying to prove Mickey, DA, Pete, my teammates right. You know that uh, you know this city, city of New Orleans. Trying to prove them right. You know that this was a good decision, and uh, I look forward to doing that. Hopefully, all season. Derek, you. I like the kid, man. I think he's going to do fine here. I, I like him. I think he's going to do good. I like his mentality. I like his work ethic. I like how he handles the media. I like his confidence. I think the guy's going to be all right, man. The fact that a lot of people talk about the Raiders organization, he owns that. He don't run away from that. Uh, they unceremoniously marched him out 
in essence, he's a ride or die type of guy because he was trying to stay with the Raiders. He did speak about not wanting to play anywhere else. Remember last year, this was happening when he was with the Raiders. He wanted to retire as a Raider until, you know, all this happened and they kind of peeved him off and he decided to do his thing. And now he's here starting over again with everybody else. So this is going to be fun. It's a fresh breath of fresh air for Derek Carr and us as well. We love quarterbacks that can throw the deep ball, get it out there. We got wide receivers that can go and get it. We got the skilled players all around. No disrespect to the Raider dynasty, the the Raider family. But y'all know we, it's, you know, no disrespect, but, you know, people were saying in the comment section, man, we had Tim Brown and Jerry Rice and Rich Gannon and all this kind of stuff when they had a loaded offense. And I'm like, that's fine and all those, but those dudes was 100 years old when you had them over there. They were still productive, don't get me wrong, but Jerry Rice was at the back end of his career. So was Tim Brown. So, I mean, they had some interesting teams, but this is different. This this is not to take nothing away from it, but y'all know like I know what the Saints are putting around this man is something next level. It only He has to just execute and do what needs to be done, man, and we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, like what he's doing, man. All right. So, anyway, let's keep it bucking, man. Here goes Jamal Williams. Sunday. That's <laughs> all. You know, what do you feel like your role is going to be Sunday? Because obviously, you know, there's no album. We don't know Kendra's status, and mm-hmm. you know that probably puts a little bit more of the load on you. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I just go in and do my job. That's pretty much it. So I just do my job. That's pretty much it. Don't put no pressure, extra pressure on myself. Just go out there when it's time for me to make a play. Go make a play. So. Yeah. How are you approaching this season maybe differently than you were last year in Detroit? Uh, how can I say? Shoot, do my job. I just I got too many great players around me for me to think that I got to do something out of my character. So I'm just grateful to be on a great team with a lot of great players that you know know how to take responsibility, be professionals, and you know just get things done. So I just just do me. You believe this is an offense you can thrive in? I mean, it sounds like it. Oh, most definitely. Said. When you have you know receivers that are threats and we throwing the ball and just. Getting people out of the box is what I really want to get. So the more people we get out of the box, the more I feel more comfortable. I, I really don't care who's in the box, but as long as we get less, you know, less people in the box, I can be able to make more plays. But I'm just grateful to be on a team with a lot of weapons. Are you okay if it's a large workload for you in the first couple of weeks? Do you do you look forward to that, maybe? Who don't? Uh, who don't? I don't know how. I'm sorry if my face look like this. Is just tired, <laughs> but uh, nah. I just take every opportunity you get and just go from there. So I'm just grateful for them to have trust in me to go out there and do my job, and that's what I'm gonna do. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. 
That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Uh, I would say no question is a dumb question, you know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever. But uh, Jamal Williams, listen, fam. This guy's ready, man. I'm just so excited about Elvin Kamara and Jamal Williams being on the same team, comp- complimenting each other in this offense. So excited about that. I think this tandem could be something really special. I know we got Kendra Miller as a third running back there, but I really love the addition of Jamal Williams. I've said that. I think the contract was really good for us to get him. This was a this this is probably Probably my favorite move, I, and I got several moves that I like that the Saints made this year, but I really love the Jamal Williams sign, and I was been saying that offseason. I thought that was so huge that they picked this guy up because we knew for a while that Elvin Kamara would be facing some time off. We knew that, and ultimately it happened. Now, we are looking for something to happen with Marcus May. It's getting close, perhaps – the, uh, we'll get word on that later on this week, perhaps into next week. I don't know, but we know Marcus May stuff is supposed to come down the line sooner or later what he pleaded out on his case. So we'll see what happened, what the league does with that. But the Jamal Williams signing was so huge for the Saints. I absolutely love the move. I love the move. It's, my, it's probably my favorite move of the offseason. A lot of people like the car signing. Uh, but I absolutely love the Jamal Williams sign. It was tremendous. He will be fine in a featured role carrying the team. Of course, the Saints. We'll see what happened with Kendra Miller. We'll see what the Saints do in the running back room. We know Kirk Merritt was dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, he wasn't listed on that injury report. So that's a positive that we'll have him. The Kendra Miller, we've seen him there. But it's going to be fine. I love Jamal Williams signing, man. I think that'll be key. He's definitely psyched and ready to go, man. No. 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 Ah. Anything else? Anything else? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just playing ball. That's all. The, the things you wanted to show or, or improve on when you came here? Do you feel like you were able to do those things in training camp or show those things? Nah, it's just training camp. They'll see it in the game. So, that's all. I'm not a real uh, I guess I, a talker about it. I just I just go out there and just do it. And then after it's done, then I just keep on pushing. So, i just just ready to play, honestly. It's been a long, long training camp. <laughs> so, I'm just ready to play. Hit somebody else and just go from there and then, you know, stack these wins and then go on and go on. So, yeah, amen to that, man. It's been a long year. It's time for some football. And then the crazy part about it is we finally get through the preseason. The NFL has this dumb thing where it has a week in between the first. I think that's totally ridiculous. It, it That's just to me, it was that it was foolish. Like you cut the preseason down, then. You have a week between the end of the preseason and the start of regular season. That was just, you know, I enjoyed my college football, don't get me wrong, but I think that's just stupid with the NFL. Do it should all flow together, but whatever. I right, shout out to Charles, T Dirty, and the rest of the fan brother, I, Eric Slim, 
Tuck. Good to see Tuck Graf in the building. Shout out to you people. Appreciate you, Queen. All right. Much love to the fam. Gundam, Brother Baraka, Poppy 504. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for being here. You, uh, VC Radiation, Pops TG, and the rest of the fam. Charles says, BG is free. You know he's going to be in the building. Yeah, B Jizzle is free. I seen that, man. I seen him, man. He's been locked up for a while. I seen some of the videos of him and the bird man welcoming out of out of the jail. So shout out to B Jizzle. Had an opportunity to meet BG a couple of times, man. And the I don't know, man. What years was that? Right after Katrina? No, 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 no. Right before Katrina. That's what it was. It was right before Katrina when he had his studio in that. I forgot the name of the building. Right, right. Uh, it was across. It was across the canal. Not across the canal, but the what was the Danziger Bridge. They had a sky rise, a high rise building, uh, right where the swagman. Well, it's right in front of the what used to be swagman. It's a storage unit place or whatever it is now. And he had a studio in there. And I remember he was doing uh, Chopper City Records, and I had an opportunity to meet him. I had a store around that area, the Dowman area at the time, and a couple of his artists would frequent the store. So had a chance to meet him. Pretty cool man, bro. Uh, so shout out to B Jizzle. I'm glad he's free, man. Uh, hopefully he can get his crib back on track, man. <laughs> Moving forward. Yeah. But, uh, Jamal Williams, man, is ready to play ball. I'm excited about seeing him play. He's excited and it's just time to get his shaking and baking. Let's move on. Let's talk about defense. Let's hear from a defensive end, uh, named Peyton Turner about what he feels, what he needs to do against the Tennessee Titans. They talking about Derrick Henry and stopping the run. That'll be a big thing. What's going on with the New Orleans Saints and how they deal with the Tennessee Titans? Because them them people coming in there and they're going to want to try to establish the run with Henry. And then, of course, you have Ty J Spears there. Uh, They have Hopkins. They brought him in here during free agency. Traylon Burks is another wide receiver that has some some skill. These people do have some pieces around them. So but everything we know is all on the back of Derrick Henry. So the Saints and this is a very difficult back the most difficult back in the NFL to stop is this guy and the Saints will have to deal with him. So we'll see what needs to be done. Here's Peyton Turner to talk about it. You going to this regular season. What are you hoping to do in the season opener? Uh, you know, just contribute to the team, uh, be consistent, whatever my role is, uh, you know, affect the quarterback. Uh, I think the biggest thing this week, you know, it's not so much about affecting quarterback. It's about getting to the point where you can affect the quarterback. This is a run first team. Uh, they got a great running back, good scheme. So, just us doing our job, you know, I want to live this defense and fit in where we need to fit. I think it's going to lead to success for us on game day. How beneficial has it been for you or how excited are you to have had a healthy offseason to be able to get through all the, all the program and, and to feel as good as you feel right now? Yeah, I mean, I feel great. Um, I mean, I, I wish I could tell you it's the first, though, right? So uh, um, I'm excited, though. You know, I feel like I've been building on everything I've done week in, week out, just stacking days and come out here and uh, just trying to perform at the highest level I can. So I'm excited. Now, this is a team that wants to challenge you on the ground. Obviously, they got Derrick Henry, they got Ty J Spears. Um, what are you guys hoping to do to, to slow down the run? Because you know, in the NFL, if you can't stop the run, it's going to be hard to stop much. Yeah, we're going to see it all day. So uh, yeah, it's two different backs for sure. Um, but like I said, you know, it's just about us doing what we need to do. Uh, whether it's coming up under the block or or stand outside, setting the edge. It's going to be. I think the biggest emphasis this week is just being violent at the point of attack. Um, you know, whether you get a double, turn single. Or you just get a you know one on one base block. So just just winning your winning your down and then everybody just converging on the ball. How cohesive has this defensive line been able to be going through training camp and OTAs together? Yeah, I mean we got some new pieces. So um, just getting everybody on the same page, I think, is probably the biggest thing. 
And uh, but I mean, the way we're clicking, like, I, mean, I think we mesh pretty well through this training camp. You know, it's, it's gonna be early in the season, so there's gonna be things we gotta clean up. But uh, I'm just looking forward to getting out there with everybody. All right, Peyton Turner, y'all. Uh, and we'll see how it all looks, man, because that'll be the point of emphasis going into this game. Like, the past couple of years, man, it will really last year's kind of signified or spotlighted the fact that the Saints weren't a very good run defense team. They didn't do very well. They allowed over 120 yards rushing. Per game, not not every game, but when it all ended the way it did, the averages ended out because some games the Saints did better than others. And but the reality is, those guys are gone. The interior defensive line that allowed that disastrous total is out of here. David Onyemata, Shai Tuttle, and Kentavious Street are gone. In comes Colin Sanders. In comes Nate Shepard and Brian Rasi. So you have these new guys in here. And I love those three guys together. I think ultimately, you know, you'll see uh, them gel. And they did, they really looked pretty good during the training camp and into preseason and the times that we did see them there. And the question mark is, can the Saints interior run stuffing unit improve? And I'm like, yeah, they couldn't do no worse than what they did last year, right? So this new unit in here, Dennis Allen had an, and Mickey Loomis had an, a mentality or, or an approach on making sure not just having big plotting interior defensive linemen, but having guys that also push the pocket. So you have a Colin Sanders, you have a Nate Shepard. They fight for every inch of yard out there. You have Brian Bercy, same way. So you have big physical guys, and then Malcolm Roach fits right in with them. So you have these big interior guys. Not only do they just cram up and jam up the middle and, and make it difficult for you to run there, they also provide a inside push that helps the guys on the outside sometimes they can perhaps flush quarterbacks out from the center and move them out toward the edge so and no quarterback none of them even the great Tom Brady liked when we get pressure up the center of the offensive line we did that in the times that we were able to beat Tom Brady when he played with the Buccaneers we were able to just get the pressure directly up the center of the offensive line he had nowhere to go. He was a statue back there anyway. So we were able to get to him and rattle him and get him on up out of the way. So we'll love to see more of that this upcoming year. That'll help the edge guys out as well. So it'll be fun watching it, but a big test. This is a huge test for the Saints run stuff defense going up against Derrick Henry, who's healthy and ready to roll. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Mark is actually, is it true? Is it true that the Saints O line will be weak this season? I own Olave on a few fantasy sports team. I think Olave will do fine. I don't think the Saints offensive line is weak. <clears throat> and that, in essence, the Saints offensive line, they've brought all those guys back because Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen, they've said this uh, before and they said it multiple times that they wanted continuity to be the, the, the state of mind for that offensive line. They wanted those guys to be familiar. Uh, playing together. So they decided to bring all of them back. That's what the Andrews Pete move was to kind of keep those guys together for at least another year. The continuity on the offensive line was big, especially when you're bringing in a new quarterback or not a new quarterback, but a free agent quarterback to sit behind said line. So you want to make sure that you don't have a lot of change going on on that offensive line. And you just put that guy in there almost like a plug and play feature. You plug him in there. And him and a car and 
uh, Eric McCoy has gotten along really well. There haven't been any, I've been looking at it has been no uh, issues with the center to quarterback exchange. That's been seamless, rather seamless. And the times that we watched them play look really comfortable back there. So we won't truly get a true grasp on car, you know, until we, and I'd be cautioning family members just not to take the first game that he plays or even the second game. It's going to be, he is going to take them at least two to three games uh, for the saints offense to really start gelling and cooking. So by the time we get out of that first month of NFL football for the saints, we'll start to really see our team take an identity or take form. And you'll start seeing a lot of that chemistry and that synergy and all that build together. So like I said, because this is the first time we'll see him and it's going to be like a, like a regular season preseason type thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, we see all those guys because they hadn't played in any really meaningful action, but one damn drive. So uh, to expect them to catch fire for the whole game, that's unrealistic to be honest with you, because they're going to be some mistakes made. I ain't gonna lie to you. I wouldn't be surprised if this would be a little sloppy at first because <laughs> of the extended action factor. And they have to kind of iron out all of the wrinkles. So I'm kind of tempering my expectations on that very first game. Cause I know that's how I usually is. So most sometimes when you get that first game, it's penalties. It's kind of some rust going on. People got to figure out how this guy play, how that guy play. Sometimes it takes a little bit. Sometimes you know, it may take one or two games for them to kick in and get that rhythm. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. So just to throw that in there. But the Saints offensive line, I, I wouldn't buy that, Mark. I, I think the offensive line for the Saints will be fine. Matter of fact, I think it'll be one of the strengths for the team. The, one, the guard, Andrews, uh, is benched. He has some injury situation, but James Hurst, the veteran, the swing tackle, who's now starting, he's there now. And he is a really, he's a pretty damn good guard. I love her, says the guard. So Ruiz did well last year. Eric McCoy is Eric McCoy. He's sturdy and one of the solid, most one of the best centers in the game. Nobody really talking about the man. He just got paid. Uh, Trevor Penning needs to stay healthy, but he has all of the uh, talents needed to really be a dominating tackle. Ryan Ramchick is the thing, the person that I believe is the, well, probably Eric McCoy is the best Saints offensive lineman right now. Ramchek has taken a step back, maybe two steps, maybe three steps back because of all the stuff that he's dealing with, the injuries and all that kind of stuff. And man, I don't know a Ramchek. I just want to see him become the Ram of yesteryear, the guy that before we gave him all that damn money, I want to see that Ramchek. So hopefully we can get that Ramchek. If we can get that Ramchek along with what we got, this line will be a t- one of the top five, top 10 offensive lines in the league. But continuity was big, especially when you have a free agent quarterback comes into the building. You want to be able to protect him and then be able to provide opening uh, lanes or rush lane. I mean, uh, uh, running lanes for your running backs to do and time for your quarterback to go over his progressions and stuff like that. So thank you, Mark. I right, says the game. This game will need to be one in the trenches. Titans has a really good pass rush and they can get to the QB from the inside out. Plus he, yeah, that big interior defensive tackle, man, we're going to talk about that, man. As we get into the week, like I said, I'm going to bring some Tennessee Titan podcasters in and they'll break down their team. We'll go over it with them. And man, yes. What's that big sucker on the inside? Uh, what's his name? Is it Simmons? I won't see his name is. Yeah. They, they are, they're, they're in a, they're an interesting team, man, to be honest with you. Uh, plus, they can get the plus. He must. He said. Plus, he must get to Tannehill. Knocking him off will destroy 
his in any play action. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you on that shout out. Tuck says, uh, I saw earlier the Saints have never faced the Titans with Derrick Henry. That's right. I remember the last time the Titans and the Saints play, he was hurt. I think wasn't that at the end of the season, like one of the games where he was the Saints faced off against the Titans. And we thought he was going to play that game. And they pulled him out of that. He was supposed to play. We thought he was going to play. And then he didn't play. And we beat the Titans. And I remember him standing on the sideline. So getting to see Derrick Henry and he's healthy at the start of the season, the bat one of one of the NFL's most unstoppable guys against the Saints new put together interior defensive line. That's a hell of a test, man. That's going to be, that's what I'll be paying attention to. All right. Thank you. Slim Slim say absolutely. All right. Mark says, can't wait for the Lions Chiefs games. Lions went on the road. Yeah. I like the, I like Campbell. That's one of our old guys, man. Always cheer for our ex coaches, man. Um, he's doing a hell of a job with the Detroit Lions too. His his gritty temperament fits the the blue collar nature of the Detroit Lions. So they made a really good, smart decision. The Ford family by getting Campbell up there. He's a gritty coach, smart coach though. One of Peyton's acolytes who understands the offensive dynamic, but he's gritty. It's like a, he's a former tight end. He has that gritty tight end type mentality. He's a good communicator. I love his personality, man, and and can't, and and he was a a guy that we really liked a lot down here. So when he got his opportunity in Detroit, he took Aaron Glenn up there with him. I knew it'd be a matter of time for him to put together a you know a decent Detroit team, and they are really making some strides. And as, in essence, I think uh, the uh, NFC North. I think that'll be they talk about Green Bay and Green Bay and uh, Jordan Love looked pretty decent in the preseason. I still don't think it'll be the Vikings. I really, I'm picking Detroit to get that division. I'm, I'm going to go with Detroit. I think Campbell gets them the NFC North this year. I think uh, Minnesota could be second with Green Bay, then followed by Chicago. Well, Chicago's in there too, but I just don't, I don't know. I mean, the Chicago done some stuff, but every year it's this big push about Chicago finally saying, oh, we, they, Justin feels this and Justin, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid on that. Because they were trying to trade the man when the you know prior to the draft, and all of a sudden they're all about loving on him now. So I don't. I, I Chicago's kind of up and down, but I really think Detroit's ready to make a step in the NFC North. So I think they'll be the team to watch out for. All right, Tuck says I think Titans had number one run defense last year, so Carr might need to be slinging it. Yeah, you got to get that timing right. Absolutely, absolutely, you got to get that timing right. Young City says the hot boys and BG is back. <laughs> I don't know, man. He don't seem mad at baby, man. Uh, all the other people um, know that baby stole from him, man. They know when you go into business with baby Williams, he going to end up stealing from you. I'm just, it's just what it is. He got sued by Manny Fresh. Finally, Manny Fresh sued him. Lil Wayne had an issue with him with the money. Juvenile, I believe, was the first one. But Juvenile was older, a lot older than the mother guys. So he had his business and juveniles is, is a really smart businessman. He always got something cooking. You know, he never hurting for people or nothing. Juvenile really smart and wise business wise, really talented. And he kind of, I think he was the first one, if I'm not mistaken, that kind of knew the money wasn't right. You know, then Turk, I think Turk fell out with him. So eventually all of them fell out with him over the money, but the cash money thing could have carried on a little further. If the man didn't have these gritty street, um, street way of doing this underhanded street way of doing things 
<clears throat> he could have probably prolonged that. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, because he had a little juggernaut for a moment before people start counting their money and saying, hold on, I'm short here. <laughs> oh, man. But is, is it really his fault or your fault? You're supposed to be keeping track of your paper. You know what time it is out here. You're wrapping all that shit on tape. Like you the big boss and it turns out that you living and you just talking. You ain't really who you saying you are. So anyway, yeah, man, instead of buying them expensive ass chains, maybe you should have bought an attorney or somebody or a CPA to make sure your paper's straight. But anyway. Yeah, it's just you you just you just it's just par for the course. Shout out to Tyrone, man. Appreciate you being here as well. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all. But yeah, this is going to be interesting, man, for the black and gold moving forward because it's gonna be fun. It's almost time for football and the big easy. I can't wait. I know you guys can't wait either. And man, it's gonna be so fun moving forward. So anyway, like I said, later on in the week, family, we'll get an opportunity to bring in some of these uh bring in a Tennessee Titan podcast to the kind of preview the Titans and the Saints matchup that'll be later on in the week. Uh Thursday will be our Saints United Day when we'll have shout out to my boy Till and his his wife. They had a baby. That's why he wasn't on there for the family members that know. Shout out to my brother Till. He had another, I think he had a son. So he had another baby. So congratulations and shout out to Teal and his family. Uh, <laughs> he got a new who that into the, to the family. So we'll see the who that brother Randolph and the who that keeping the real who that podcast, a Teal and the Nola bro, shout out to them. And also my dog hoodie, all of them will be on, on Thursday's Saints United stream. So that'll be tomorrow to enjoy that as well. So it'll be fun. All right, so anyway, with that being said, Slim asks the question. He says, what do y'all think about Alante Taylor at slot cornerback? I, I, I expected my brother. I was kind of saying that 
uh, before the preseason happened. Well, the training camp happened. People were saying, Q, what do you think about the slot cornerback? Uh, actually, what do you think about Alante Taylor? I think Alante Taylor, and they were telling me that Alante Taylor is going to beat uh, Paulson Adebo and take his job. And I told him, no, he's not. I said, no, he's not. And I, and I said, because the slot position is a position. And you remember, um, Alante Taylor is a second-round draft pick. He could play the slot. He could play outside, and he could play safety. So he, the Saints drafted him with that versatility. So if they needed to move him around, they can. But Alante Taylor was drafted to replace Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I kept telling people that. That Chauncey Gardner-Johnson slot position in that modified nickel is very big for Dennis Allen's defense. That guy is very important, meaning, you know, the, not just the Ch- Chauncey Gardner, his role or what he did for the Saints in that role. That is that is what Alante Taylor is will be tasked with doing. He will have that role. So, that guy is a guy that has to cover. And then when the time comes, he has to blitz. He had to go up in there and handle his business blitzing and go and get the quarterback or whatever, you know, cover guys coming out of there, whatever. And that's a very popping position in Dennis Allen's modified nickel defense. So I, when that happened, I was like, that's Alante Taylor all day because they're not going to move Paulson Adebo because he's not going to, you're not going to flip flop him. That'll be to your detriment because Adebo, unless he's playing really bad, which I knew he wasn't because he was suffering. He had that that uh, sophomore slump. He went through that. Now, I remember his Alante Taylor's time now. He has to, he going into his sophomore year. And players sometimes, some do it a lot more. A lot of players go through the slump. So you got to remember that to be patient with these guys because prior to that, when we drafted Paulson Adebo out of Stanford, there was these, Sherman, Richard Sherman comparisons. Remember all that about how his body's made up, how physical he plays the game. And Paulson Adebo did a damn good job in the in in training camp and in preseason. And then when it came down to it, he kept his job. And Alante Taylor is now the slot man. I I said that. I was like, man, that's what it's going to be. But he's going to be fine in the slot, bro. To be honest with you, he's made for that position. He's he's a physical. He's a tall physical cornerback. That is a great open field tackler. He doesn't have any problems going, you know, if you blitz him, if you need to blitz him, he's a cornerback with us. You know, he's a cornerback. He has cornerback speed, has really good speed. Uh, He has a great attitude. He's really intelligent. And then he's physical. And then he's like, it's almost like he's a cornerback, but he has a, a, a safety makeup about him. You know what I'm saying? But I think he's going to be fine in that in that slot position, bro. He's going to be great. Yeah, I think he's going to be awesome there. All right, Cap Man. He said, "I think Birdman was just young and not disciplined." Yeah, it might might be, bro. But you know, a lot of people, even when he got older, he was still doing the same thing. It's just, it's you know, it ain't nothing new, bro. If you if you come from the streets like the Birdman and some of these other guys, P got accused of doing the same thing. They had guys that was suing Percy, saying the same stuff that he was doing. You know, they said the same thing. Like one dude say something, then the next dude say something, then the third dude say something, and then you in court. And then Manny Fresh sued you for him. And then it was a whole interview he did where his money wasn't right. You know, and sometimes I'm saying, bro, that's on you. If you got teammates on your label or whatever you want to call them, label mates, and each one of them are leaving with disputes about the guy and money. And then you ain't checking your money while they saying my money short. That's on you, bro. 
you got wait when the first dude came when juvenile bust that move, you know, you should have been looking at your pocket then. You know, but he might he might have been paying them right then and probably peeling off his money to give it to him like it was a pyramid scheme or something. You never know how they was operating, man. You know, you just got to know who to do business with. You don't do business with people. You have to, you know, and even if you do, you still got to be paying attention to your paper. You got to make sure your money right. You got to pay attention to the contracts. You can't be so so contract thirsty that you out there just signing deals to get on, man. You don't do that. Now, and, that, and that's why I be cautioning people to in the game because people because a lot of times it's the economics, you know, it's economic depravity going on. There's a lot of poverty going on. It's a lot of that going on. So it's a lot of desperation energy there. People just do whatever to get on and then they later regret it. You know, so it's a tough measurement. But at the same time, you got to be smart about your business, man, if you're going to do business with people. And even if you're not versed in that, try to see if you can get some gain from somebody that is or, you know, just or get another pair of eyes to look at the agreements to make sure the money's right and all this kind of stuff, you know, before you just jump head first into something and then you end up having a bad deal, you know. So that's on them if the other guy, if you got two other guys saying my money's short and then you, then you, <laughs> four guys later, you talking about, hey, my money's short too. Now that's way later, man. That's on you, man. You, you've been warned. All right, anyway. Okay, Ramsey, shout out, fam. So just celebrated my fifth. Shout out to Ramsey, man, and happy who that birthday belated who that birthday to my boy Ramsey. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you, sir. Much love. Tuck says that's valuable. It's a very valuable position when you find the right play. Yes, absolutely. Delonte Taylor, I was telling people. That's why Chauncey Gardner Johnson was pissed. When they drafted Alante Taylor, he knew the right one was on the wall. But the reality, but the crazy part about it was the Saints wanted both of them because if Alante, let's say, and I always visit this because that's that's how close it was uh, for the Saints and him to be here because he wanted to be the highest paid nickel in the game. I think the Saints were up to like four million or whatever it was. I think it, it was three million or whatever it was. I forgot, man. I did shows on. I forgot the total. Y'all remind me in the chat, but it got close. And they were like a million apart on what he wanted. And then Dennis Allen just pulled the the just pulled the rug from up under him and said, let's get him out of here and traded him for uh, three bags of Skittles and a half drunk Coke drink. You know, he just got him out of here for nothing. And even to this day, Chauncey Gardner Johnson still hasn't been able to collect the multi-year deal that he's been looking for. He hadn't been able to get it. You know, so had he chilled and didn't pull the Eric McCoy because McCoy and him had the same thing going on. It would and they were there at the same time. If he'd have just played it cool and did what he did, you know, not held out in camp, went and did everything he did, the Saints would have gave him a, an agreement. They would have gave him a deal, and he would still be out occupying a nickel position. And Alante Taylor would more than likely have been a safety. So it could have changed the dynamics of the Saints secondary greatly, man. Could you imagine that? So you might not have seen somebody. They might not have been here because we might not needed them, or they could have. It could. It, it would have definitely changed things in the same secondary. But it is what it is, right? All right, brother Dedrick. Shout out to you. Said, "What's up, Q? It's been a while, man. Yeah, shout out to you, Dedrick. You right on time, bro. We getting ready for some football, baby. So absolutely, shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you. All right. So anyway, with that being said, we're gonna get ready to get out on that, man. Listen. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all feel free to check out the who that daily.com, all the great articles that's over there covering our saints, our pelicans, 
uh, boxing commentary, all that. That's all available. I know I was supposed to do a boxing show on Tuesday, fam. I promise you. That's why I'm late on today's show. I had a lot of stuff going on. What tomorrow is? Thursday. I'm going to try to, well, let me try to say this. Uh, I'm going to try to fire because I wanted to do something for Friday, but more than likely it'll, it'll probably be Friday because I got the uh, Tough Tiger Talk stuff that to do for Saturday with LSU plays and then Sunday is the game. So Friday, it'll be to, uh, Ring Kings Boxing on the Ring Kings Boxing channel. We'll cover all the latest stuff. We'll talk about uh, some of the articles from com. Of course, you see the one right here with Devin Haney and Regis Prograce from New Orleans. The champ who, you know, who's setting up to go against Devin Haney. Uh, this is supposed to be set for later on this year. We'll cover all that stuff, man. And we'll take, uh, you know, messages and perhaps open up the phone lines and all that kind of beautiful stuff uh, coming down. So y'all just keep a, just keep be patient with me. And I'll I, more than likely make it for Friday. We'll get in there for about an hour or so and talk about boxing on ring Kings boxing. Tuck says, uh, where's Chauncey now Detroit. We'll love to see him in the NFC championship. Indeed. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, like I said, man, that'd have been really interesting if the Saints would have, if he'd have just played it differently. And it'd have been, it'd have been, it'd have been a really nice looking secondary, man. Because, but you know, like I said, when Chauncey got into his feelings, man, and that's he let that spoil his business. His feelings got in the way, and that just ruined it. And the Saints just cut, cut. It just gave the Saints more of a reason just to get rid of him. And they didn't get rid of him for nothing. They got rid of, I mean, nothing, really nothing for him, and just just kept it pushing. And then we roll right to Alante Taylor, and Alante Taylor says, yeah, I'm here now. Let me see what I can do. Because remember, Alante was working and getting reps while Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was chilling, you know, because Chauncey did that to himself. He started stop going. He stopped going to practice during that time, and Alante Taylor was in there getting it. And then he would start practicing halfway, pulled himself out. They kept Alante Taylor in there. Saints still was working with him. Then they got up to a point where enough is enough. And I remember Bob came on and said that Chauncey was being a, a, a poison in the locker room. He was dropping some game on us about Chauncey going in the locker room. Saints just said, let's get rid of this guy. We already got his replacement in building already. That's cheaper, younger, with a higher ceiling. Man, we got, let's keep it going. Let's go. And that's what they did. So anyway. All right. So anyway, L Dub says, "Don't worry, we'll be playing against Chauncey Gardner." He, uh, absolutely, yeah. So he should be ready for that game. He'll be talking this mess, man, and he'll have a hell of a time with what we got. I tell you what, Tuck said, "There's a lot of uh, fields between the Lions, Saints right now. Pass may cross in applause." Like I said, I think the Lions are going to win the NFC North. I really do. I think they are ready. And despite the fact that they got rid of, you know, they stupidly let Jamal Williams go. That was that's going to bite them in their butt. But they did draft some guys up there. They do like their running back from, and they do have a Sean Payton type mentality there with Campbell there. I like the grittiness, man. I think Detroit, like I said, I like Detroit to take the North this year over Minnesota. I think Minnesota takes a step back. Uh, I think Detroit uh, takes it. I think Chicago's still not there yet. And I think Green Bay probably will be right before Chicago. I wouldn't be surprised if you flip-flopped that. Chicago might be better than Green Bay. Love played a lot better, but a lot of people got Green Bay as the bottom in the NFC. But we'll see how it all shakes going forward, man. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup. All right, so with, it, with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Appreciate y'all, man, as usual. For the family members who want to get on the Fantasy League, remember, the deadline is Thursday. Remember, the uh, Thursday night football game is somewhere, well, I think it's 7 to 6 o'clock, depending on what time 
uh, uh, you know, area you're in in the country. But the fantasy league is set up for, I think it's, I'm sorry to be doing it that early, but it'll be like 8, 1 p.m. on that Thursday. It'll be, uh, there's several, uh, maybe 12 or so slot, slots left. So if you want to get in the fantasy league, join the email list. Or if you're a, a Patreon member, there's always been a, there's a, a, a message that's already been sent to you guys with a link and all the information you need to sign up for the fantasy league. The email family members, it's been sent to you already. The uh, YouTube membership family, check the community section. That information is there right now for you if you want to sign up. Remember, it's first come, first serve for the Sports Coma Fantasy League. $100 to the winner of the Sports Coma Fantasy League. Nothing for the runner-up. You got to win it. 100 bucks, no sign-up, totally free. So if you're a Fantasy League guru, this is your opportunity to join the Sports Coma Fantasy League, man, right now. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day tomorrow, man. We'll pop back up here for Who That United tomorrow. Started off with the NOLA Bros, preceded by my boy Hoodie and Randolph from the Keeping It Real Who That podcast. Once again, much love to the fam. I'm going to holler at y'all on the flip side. Who That? Much love. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting Exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.